0: have the power to prevent everyday challenges from becoming more concerning issues like mental illness. The responsibility to renew focus on your own mental well-being begins now. Hello everyone, let us set the energy of this episode together. You may wish to put your hand on your heart and close your eyes unless you're driving or operating some kind of heavy machinery. So take a deep breath in and as you exhale, let your thoughts go. Let your worries go. Let any tension in your body go. And exhale out loud with a sigh. And when you are ready, slowly open your eyes. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of To Be Honest. And of course, a very warm welcome to our first time listeners. Today, I'm going to share with you a topic that I published almost uh, three years ago, and that is the five A's of basic emotional food group. Before I share with you what the five A's are, allow me to explain why I refer them as food group. As the name suggests, they are like the food we eat for our physical well-being. It is a necessity, not a want, and often associated with psychological well-being. They also represent fundamental emotional needs that individuals have. These five A's are essential for building and maintaining healthy relationships and a strong sense of self-worth. So let's explore each of these emotional needs with practical life examples. So now let me share with you what the five A's are. They are attention, affection, appreciation, allowance, and acceptance. Children come into the world with certain basic emotional needs, and one of them is attention. So needless to say, if you are a parent, it is your job to be aware of these needs. That's why I'm sharing the 5 A's with you. And make sure you communicate with your child in a way that will support your child's positive growth. Attention is the need for someone, particularly your parents if you are a child, to give you their undivided focus and interest. And the operative words here are undivided focus. For example, imagine a child participating in a school play. They eagerly look into the audience, hoping to see their parents in the crowd, watching them perform. Of course, when the child's emotional well-being is significantly boosted, when they receive the attention of their loved ones, knowing they are supported and valued. Please remember, as children grow, they continue to need their parents' love and attention. Let's say when your 8-year-old shows you his science project, he will need your positive feedback. Now, mind you, my audience, when parents fail to pay attention to their children, it's called neglect, and neglect is a form of abuse. Let's face it, when individuals do not have their emotional needs met, it can have various consequences on their mental and emotional well-being, as well as their overall life satisfaction. So when the need of attention is not met, consequences can be feelings of loneliness and neglect, low self-esteem and self-worth, or attention-seeking through negative behaviors. For example, a child who consistently lacks attention from their parents may become withdrawn Seek attention through disruptive behavior at school or develop feelings of inadequacy that persist into adulthood. So, my audience, at this time, I think it's important to share with you some of the attention-seeking behavior as an adult. Well, my audience, let's face it. Attention-seeking behavior is everywhere. Particularly these days, I'm sure you have witnessed it daily. You might be familiar with the friend who seems to spend too much time on social media, constantly bragging with a seemingly endless need for personal validation. Well, as I mentioned earlier, it is a human need to want to be noticed, to be seen, to be heard, and to be taken seriously. So in a certain way, attention-seeking behaviors come from a place that most of us can understand, and that is the need for attention. Now, the problem is that when attention-seeking behaviors are motivated by a feeling of low self-esteem, a sense of loneliness, or feeling jealous, or because of a psychiatric condition or lack of attention from our caregivers when we are young. So you see, my audience, in these instances, the behavior can come across as extreme or hysterical. Not to mention, attention-seeking behavior that happens frequently is manipulative, passive-aggressive, or severe, can push people away, strain relationships, or ruin them altogether. To be honest, at times, severe attention-seeking behavior, especially when caused by a mental health issue or a personality disorder, can make it difficult for someone to stay employed or be a functioning member of society. So, what does attention-seeking behavior look like? Well, to be honest, there are many ways that attention-seeking behaviors can present themselves. There's no way I can cover them all, so I am going to share a few with you. Sometimes a behavior is overt, such as when someone makes a confrontational comment. Or sometimes the behaviors are more subtle, such as someone who seems to be constantly fishing for compliments. One obvious example would be posting excessively on social media, seeming to vie for as many likes and comments as possible. Another common example of attention-seeking behavior is making comments, both online and in person, that seem calculated to make people feel uncomfortable or cross social boundaries. Another example would be bragging constantly about material wealth, physical appearances, uh, personal successes, and name-dropping. Another example uh, can be seeming to act as though everything that happens to them is a catastrophe, even when it is not. Another example is engaging in a provocative, promiscuous, or exhibitionistic behavior. Another common example is when someone seeming to always want to be the center of attention. Or when someone making frequent self-deprecating comments in an effort to be validated. For example, a friend might say to you, gosh, I'm an idiot. I should have known better. And all along, they want your validation by saying something like, No, you're not an idiot. You're smart. This can happen to the best of us. Or you find someone having what might be described as a dramatic personality, commonly known as drama queen. So you see, my audience, the objective here is to find out the causes of attention-seeking behavior Be curious and not to judge. And the most common reason why someone might exhibit these behaviors that I just shared is that they are experiencing low self-esteem. Low self-esteem often can look like someone who is down on themselves and who is struggling with depression. But sometimes low self-esteem or having a negative view of oneself can lead to aggressive, antisocial, attention-seeking, and even delinquent behaviors. As I mentioned earlier, one of the consequences of not having our need of attention met, that might cause us to feel lonely and jealous, and that might lead to attention-seeking behaviors. For example, people who are experiencing increasing loneliness as well as social anxiety might turn to social media for validation and then end up exhibiting attention-seeking behavior in their online interactions with others. Now, my audience, I want to make it clear for you. Again, to some extent, we are all wired to want attention and validation because it's a need. And so it's important to understand that some attention-seeking behavior can be thought of as an understandable need for attention and validation or sometimes a cry for help. For example, most attention-seeking behaviors in children, especially young children, shouldn't be thought of as unhealthy or manipulative. It is absolutely necessary and vital for children to receive enough attention while they are young. And if not, there's a high chance for that child to grow up feeling lonely and jealous and that might lead them to have persistent, extreme, or disturbing attention-seeking behaviors. So you see, some of these behaviors are developmentally appropriate in children, as children are often testing boundaries to understand what appropriate behavior looks like. And other times, Children who act out are really saying that they need help from their parents or may need psychological help. To be honest, both children and adults, when they do not have their attention needs met, they may resort to maladaptive strategies in an attempt to fulfill the need, often unconsciously. For example, a common uh, maladaptive strategy can be seeking negative attention, particularly for young children. For example, a child who feels neglected by their parents may start misbehaving at home or school to gain the attention they crave. They might engage in a disruptive behavior, such as throwing tantrums or breaking rules, which leads to them receiving attention, albeit in a negative and counterproductive way. So now what? Maybe you wish to assess how much attention did you receive from your caregivers when you were young? Was your attention need being met by them? And if not, are you exhibiting some of the mentioned attention-seeking behavior? Please do not judge yourself and or others, because usually people who are exhibiting these behaviors are coming from a place of suffering or are experiencing a mental health disturbance. So, if possible, the best way to talk to someone who is exhibiting these behaviors is to come from a place of compassion. Remember, often someone who seems to need constant attention is actually experiencing low self-worth. Maybe it's not you. Maybe it's a friend. So, if it's a friend, then tell the person, matter-of-factly, what you are observing and ask what you can do to help. Or ask them what they might be struggling with, and tell them that they are loved and supported. Now often, simply having someone in their life who cares is enough for the person to feel better and to decrease some of their attention-seeking behaviors. Now, mind you, if the person is experiencing depression, having a friend to talk to may not be enough. So in this case, helping your loved one understand that seeking professional help may be necessary and is of utmost value to them. Now, on the other hand, if you are the person who is exhibiting attention-seeking behavior and you are wondering what to do, seriously speaking, for you to just realizing that something is amiss is a wonderful first step, and that is what I often call self-awareness. So let me commend you on that. Because many people with this behavior are reluctant to admit they are acting inappropriately and they may not seek help. Since you're listening to this podcast, you are not one of them. So you know therapy or counseling is a great place to start if you are seeking help for this behavior. So thank you for listening. And next week, we shall explore... The need for affection. Until next week, stay safe, learn heaps, and find the courage to be honest. Bye for now. You can find this podcast, to be honest, on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and my website, D R B A R B A R A K I A O D-R-B-A-R-B-A-R-A-K-I-A-O.com.